0: This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of psoriasis from the dermatology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 42-year-old man presents to his dermatologist for management of his psoriasis. He reports an itchy and rough rash along his elbows, knees, and scalp. While he was previously treated for this disease in childhood, he has been off treatment for years. Physical exam reveals two to seven centimeter pink plaques with overlying silvery scales. When the scale is scratched off, there is pinpoint bleeding. He has started on an intensive topical therapy regimen with corticosteroids and vitamin D analog. Now, let's get into the episode. As a quick introduction, the clinical definition of psoriasis is an idiopathic and chronic inflammatory disease characterized by silver scales and thickened skin. The most common subtype is plaque psoriasis. With respect to epidemiology, The U.S. incidence of psoriasis is 2% of the population. In terms of demographics, normally this is seen in patients greater than 40 years of age, but it can affect people of all ages. Risk factors include smoking, skin trauma, alcohol abuse, stress, and cold weather. The etiology of psoriasis is idiopathic or secondary to drugs. The pathogenesis involves hyperproliferation of the basal stem keratinocytes, It also involves increased inflammation, especially the inflammatory markers of IL-6, C-reactive protein, TNF-alpha, E-selectin, and ICAM-1. Associated conditions include psoriatic arthritis. The presentation of psoriasis includes symptoms of painful or pruritic skin lesions, and the joints may be painful or stiff, especially in the feet and the hands. On physical exam, you may see well-circumscribed pink papules and flat-topped plaques with silvery scales. Common locations include the scalp, trunk, buttocks, as well as extensor surface of the limbs. A positive Auspitz sign is when scales are scraped off, there is pinpoint bleeding, and this results from the exposure of the dermal papilla. Physical exam may also reveal nail pitting. In terms of labs, there may be electrolyte imbalances if psoriasis is extensive. Histology will reveal acanthosis with perikeratosis, which is a thickened stratum corneum with retained nuclei. Histology may also reveal Monroe microabscesses, increased stratum spinosum, and decreased stratum granulosum. The differential diagnosis for psoriasis includes atopic dermatitis and seborrheic dermatitis. Treatment for psoriasis can be conservative or medical. Conservative treatment includes emollients, which are indicated for all patients. Medical treatments can include topical corticosteroids, topical calcipotriene, which is a vitamin D analog, systemic non-biologic therapies, systemic biologic therapies, and narrow band ultraviolet B. So topical corticosteroids are indicated as first-line treatment and are often used in combination with topical calcipotriene. Topical calcipotriene, which again is a vitamin D analog, is also indicated as a first-line treatment and is often used in combination with topical corticosteroids. Systemic non-biologic therapies are indicated for moderate to severe psoriasis and are used in combination with topical therapies. Examples of drugs include acetretin, methotrexate, cyclosporine, and apremilast, especially for those with psoriatic arthritis as well. Systemic biologic therapy is indicated for moderate to severe psoriasis, and drugs include tumor necrosis factor inhibitors like adalibumab, etanercept, and infliximab. There are also anti-interleukin agents like secukinumab and ustekinumab. Finally, narrow-band ultraviolet B is indicated for patients who are contraindicated to systemic therapy. Complications of psoriasis include psoriatic arthritis and other HLA-B27-associated autoimmune diseases. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A 51-year-old man presents to his primary care physician with a one-week history of a rash. On presentation, he says that he noticed the rash on his knees after he was pulling weeds in the garden. He's worried that he may have accidentally come into contact with some sort of poisonous plant. He says that the lesions are very pruritic and have remained relatively constant over time. Physical exam reveals a rash over both knees with a silver scale on an erythematous base. Which of the following is associated with this patient's disease? And the choices are 1. Allergies 2. Arthritis 3. Bacterial Infection 4. Fungal Infection and 5. Immunosuppression The correct answer to this question is 2, arthritis. So this patient who presents with a pruritic scaling rash over extensor surfaces most likely has psoriasis, which is associated with the development of psoriatic arthritis. To quickly review, psoriasis is an idiopathic chronic inflammatory disease that classically presents with a scaling rash over the extensor surfaces of the body. The pathogenesis of this disease involves keratinocyte hyperproliferation, leading to thickened but fragile skin. Additional findings associated with psoriasis include nail pitting as well as arthritis that can be seen radiographically as a quote pencil and cup deformity. Treatment of psoriasis includes both topical therapies such as emollients and calcipotriene as well as systemic therapies such as infliximab and etanercept. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, allergies are associated with urticaria as well as atopic dermatitis. Urticaria presents as flat red lesions with central clearing and atopic dermatitis presents as pruritic crusting papules over the flexor surfaces. Answer 3, bacterial infection is associated with cellulitis, which would present with classic signs of inflammation such as pain, redness, warmth, and swelling. Answer 4, fungal infection by dermatophytes can cause tinea corporis, which is also known as ringworm. This disease would present with a circular red rash with raised borders and central clearing. And finally, answer 5. Immunosuppression is associated with the development of Kaposi sarcoma, which is caused by HHV8. However, this disease would present with red or purple raised lesions. To leave you with a bullet summary, psoriasis presents with a rash that appears as silver scale over an erythematous base and is associated with arthritis. Moving on to the next question. A 23-year-old woman presents to the clinic complaining of skin lesions on the arms and legs. These lesions occurred four years ago and have intensified intermittently. They are itchy, and the patient reports a burning pain around the lesions when they become more severe. She denies any clear precipitating events, change in detergent, fever, weight changes, or gastrointestinal symptoms, but endorses intermittent joint pain. A physical examination demonstrates white plaques on red raised-inflamed skin concentrated on the extensor surfaces of both arms and knees. What other findings would you expect to find in this patient? And the choices are 1. Facial flushing in response to external stimuli. 2. Honey-colored crusting around the lesions. 3. Inability to scrape off the white plaques. 4. Past medical history of asthma. And 5. Pinpoint bleeding spots following scraping of the skin plaques. The correct answer to this question is 5. Pinpoint bleeding spots following scraping of the skin plaques. So this patient has psoriasis as demonstrated by the characteristic white silver scales on erythematous skin lesions. Patients with psoriasis may demonstrate the classic auspitz sign, which is the presence of pinpoint bleeding spots following scraping of the scales. To quickly review, psoriasis is a chronic inflammatory skin condition that is characterized by well-demarcated erythematous plaques with silvery scaling. There are multiple subtypes of the disease, with chronic plaque psoriasis being the most common variant. Patients often present with symmetrically distributed plaques at the scalp, extensor elbows, knees, and gluteal cleft. Lesions may be pruritic and painful. Scraping of the lesions will result in pinpoint bleeding due to exposure of the dermal papillae, which is known as auspitz sign. Patients may also present with nail changes and psoriatic arthritis. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, facial flushing in response to external stimuli is commonly seen in patients with rosacea, which presents with erythematous papules and pustules this patient's skin lesions are not characteristic of rosacea. Answer 2, honey-colored crusting around lesions is seen in impetigo, which is a superficial skin infection commonly associated with staphylococcus aureus or streptococcal pyogenes. Answer 3, inability to scrape off the white plaques is seen in hairy leukoplakia and is a distinguishing finding from thrush. The white plaques are found on the tongue and not on skin surfaces. And finally, answer four, past medical history of asthma or other atopic conditions is often seen in patients with atopic dermatitis slash eczema. Patients often present with pruritic eruptions of skin lesions, often on skin flexures. To leave you with a bullet summary, patients with psoriasis will present with a positive Auspitz sign characterized by pinpoint bleeding following scraping of white skin scales. And moving on to the final question, a 36-year-old woman comes to the clinic for rashes on her elbows. The patient reports that the lesions have been present for the past four months and have been intermittently itchy. She is bothered by them as she works in luxury retail. Her past medical history is significant for asthma. She reports occasional episodes of wheezing that requires using her albuterol inhaler about two times per month. A physical examination demonstrates erythematous plaques with scaling that can be seen bilaterally on the elbows. What other conditions can you expect to see in this patient? And the choices are one, allergic rhinitis, two, dactylitis, three, gastrointestinal malignancy, four, hepatitis C, and five, rhinophyma. The correct answer to this question is two, dactylitis. So this patient has psoriasis, for example, red-purple papules slash plaques with silvery scales, and the condition is associated with nail pitting and psoriatic arthritis, which can present with joint pain and dactylitis. Again, psoriasis is a common chronic inflammatory skin disease that is characterized by well-demarcated erythematous plaques with silvery scale. The plaques are usually symmetrically distributed with the most common locations being the scalp, extensor surfaces like the elbows and knees, as well as the gluteal clefts. The lesions may be pruritic or painful at times. Histopathological findings include Monroe microabscesses and acanthosis with parakeratotic scaling. The condition is associated with psoriatic arthritis, which is one of the seronegative spondyloarthropathies. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer one, allergic rhinitis is one of the atopic conditions that is associated with other conditions of atopy. For example, atopic dermatitis, food allergies, and asthma. This patient's skin lesions are more characteristic of psoriasis. Answer three, gastrointestinal malignancy is associated with Lester-Trelat sign, which is the sudden appearance of multiple seborrheic keratosis. These lesions are flat, greasy, and pigmented with a stuck-on appearance. Answer 4, hepatitis C is associated with lichen planus, which presents as the 6 Ps, pruritic, purple, polygonal planar papules, and plaques. The skin lesions with the patient in the question stem are more characteristic of psoriasis. Finally, answer 5, rhinophyma or bulbous deformation of the nose is associated with rosacea. Rosacea is characterized by erythematous papules, pustules, and facial flushing in response to external stimuli. To leave you with the bullet summary, psoriasis presents as erythematous plaques with silvery scale and is associated with psoriatic arthritis. That's all for this review about psoriasis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the MedBullets Step 1 podcast so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.